Well, thank you so much for having me today. It's great to be back um, at York University now, York College when I was here. Um, I've had a cold, so I have a cough drop in my mouth, and I have some water, so hopefully I won't cough on you. So um, I understand that your guys' theme for this uh, year for spiritual life is eras. So I'm going to talk about a couple eras in my life. Um, so first, we're going to talk about my era at York College, because um, that's where we are. And I, I want to say one thing first. It is amazing to get to praise the Lord with all of you. Um, in the real world, after college, that doesn't happen every morning. So soak that up now, because that's just amazing to start your day. So um, I came to York uh, thinking about medicine. Um, I was thinking... Uh, that I might do medical missions. So I'd been on a mission trip when I was in college with my, or in high school with my youth group. We went to the Dominican Republic and I thought, you know, I could see myself uh, serving overseas later in life. And so really started thinking about medicine and that maybe that's where God had called me. And so I started as a science major. And the picture that you see, that's the um, science majors of 2002. So it was a great group of people. It was a great group to study with. I feel really blessed to have learned science here at York. Um, the world will tell you that science and Christianity don't mix, that the two can't be true and that they're mutually exclusive. And so I really feel blessed that I was able to learn science in a Christian environment and have godly mentors who said, yes, they, they both can be true. Um, you'll see Dr. Ray and Gail Miller in that picture, and those were two of my mentors. Um, I also think about a class that uh, Dr. Sean Cordray taught, who was a a physics professor at the time, and uh, we read a book where um, When Science Meets Religion, and really talked about some of the issues that the world says can't be true, and, and how do we reconcile those, and how do we, how do we look at those? Um, while you're here at York, I would say use your mentors in your field. Ask them, when I get out, what are things that are going to be tough for me as a Christian in business? What are things that are going to be tough for me as a Christian in education? and really start to wrestle with some of those issues now when you have mentors that can help you through that. Um, and then I have to mention a, our night at the community center. So I don't know if the college or the university still does this anymore, but we had YC night at the movie theater and you could go watch a movie for cheap. Well, there was a YC night at the community center so you could go and play basketball and now there's lots more places you can do that probably on campus. But um, so we went, and uh, some friends of mine were going, and so I went with my friends, and we were playing pool. Um, I'm a horrible pool player. I don't know. I loved math, but somehow angles and how to get the ball where you wanted it to go just never really worked for me. So I was playing pool and doing poorly and not really having a great time, and this guy came in, and he said, hey, does anybody want to play ping pong? Well, I'd grown up with a ping pong table in my basement playing with my uh, dad and my sisters, um, and so I jumped at the chance to go do something I was much better at. Um, well, that guy was Caleb Williams, who ended up becoming my husband. And he thought I was really excited to play with him. And I'm really, I was just excited to not play pool anymore. <laughs> um, so we're going to fast forward a little bit. This is a little timeline. I graduated from York. Uh, went to medical school at the University of Kansas School of Medicine. I went on to do my family medicine residency in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, we welcomed our first son in Lancaster. And then we moved to Salina, Kansas, where we still are. We added two more kids, um, and I joined faculty of a residency program there. So we're going to fast forward to 2020, 2020. So for most of us, this was a tough year, right? There was a lot of things that happened in 2020. 
Um, about 18 months before the pandemic hit, I became program director of the residency program. So after medical school, students go to residency in their chosen field. So for example, surgeons go to surgery residency for five years. Family medicine is a three-year program. So I had been faculty at this program for about eight years when uh, the program director, kind of the physician in charge of the program, left and there was an opening. Now remember, I said, I thought God had called me to medical missions overseas. So, you know, I still was kind of looking at that and thinking, how, how is that going to work in my life? But um, I found myself as the program director of a residency program, and 18 months later, then a pandemic hit um, that greatly affected healthcare. So um, not only were we trying to figure out how to take care of patients, but also how to keep people safe. So I had 15 residents that I was responsible for and six faculty. Um, the residents come usually not from Salina. They come from other areas of Kansas, and it's a hard time, so they really rely on their other residents to kind of get them through. And I was having to tell them, don't spend time with your other residents. Like, you guys can't socialize after work anymore because if somebody gets sick, we're all going to have to go into quarantine and we're not going to be able to take care of patients. Um, so that didn't make me very popular. Um, then in July of 2020, there was a program manager, so kind of an administrative person in the program. She'd been there about 20 years um, and had really helped in my transition and was somebody I considered a friend. There was a situation involving some finances that were handled in a questionable way, um, which led to her resignation. A lot of the residents um, saw her as a mother figure. She often would babysit their kids or mow their grass. And so um, when she left, that really left a hole in the program. And, and people were pretty angry that we couldn't really talk about what had happened um, for confidentiality reasons. And so they were left with somebody that they loved now being gone. Um, and not really understanding the circumstances. And so um, oftentimes they were angry at me. Um, and then at the end of 2020, COVID really hit Salina. So we had a lot of patients who were really sick in the hospital and, and we didn't really know how to help them. Um, we gave them oxygen and we did things to make them comfortable, but there wasn't really much we could do that would make them better, it didn't seem. Um, sometimes time would, so um, sometimes they would spend weeks in the hospital and finally get better, but sometimes they would spend weeks in the hospital and not make it. Um, and so that was really tough. We felt a lot of loss um, of patients that we knew. And then also in 2020, my dad was sick. Um, he had a health condition not related to COVID, um, and he ended up passing in the fall of Sept September of 2020. And so here I was at the end of 2020, just feeling a lot of loss. Um, we'd lost this program manager, we were losing patients, I'd lost my dad, and I really, um, I really wasn't sure where, what I was doing. You know, I, I told God, you know, you call me to, to medical missions and here I am in the smack dab center of the country, um, leading people that don't want me to lead them, um, taking care of patients that I don't know how to help anymore, <clears throat> and I really found my place not, in a place not knowing what to do. Um, which, in somebody who likes to have answers is really hard. Like, you know, if I could just figure it out, if I can just think hard enough about the solution, then, then I'll get it. Well, God really used this time um, and spoke to me. So there was a, a bright spot in 2020. Um, we were able to purchase a house just outside of Salina. We had been looking for a while, um, and God really blessed us with this property, and this is a sunset from, from our property. Um, and that was a really soothing place to be, just out in nature and really to see God's creation. 
He also helped me um, get some Christian counseling. So I, I sought out a counselor who really was able to point me back uh, to God and really remind me who's, who I was in God's eyes. Um, and so maybe you are finding yourself in an, an era of loss. Or maybe you're at a point in your life where you're wondering, God, why do you have me here? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not sure what the next step is. Um, so I want to try to bring you some hope today. Um, at my church back home, we're going through Romans. Um, and yesterday we talked about Romans 8. And so I just want to put that up here and read it for you. So Romans 8.1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Um, so if you're in Christ, he has set you free. So if you're feeling trapped, if you're feeling like you're in a place where you don't know what to do, um, Christ has set you free from that, and you can turn to him. And this next verse, verse 11, is one of my favorites. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of this spirit who lives in you. So when you're at the point when you don't know what to do, you don't know what the next step is, um, if you are in Christ, the spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you. And that is just amazing. Like you don't have to have the next steps because you can be as smart as you want, but I'm going to guess that none of you can raise somebody from the dead. But the spirit can, and that spirit is living in you. So rely on that spirit. Um, that is really what God taught me during this time was um, that I didn't have the answers. And he really kind of needed to bring me to that place where I was, I was done. I didn't know what else to do to lean into him and really be able to rely on him. Um, and then just kind of finishing up um, Romans 14. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. So... Once again, if you are in Christ, you have the spirit of Christ living in you, and you're God's child. You are a child of God, and no matter what happens, he loves you. Um, you are co-heirs with Christ, um, and even if you have suffering in the current age, you will have glory. So I just wanted to share that with you today, and like I said, God really used that time in 2020 to, um, to share that with me. A couple of takeaways. So York University is a special place. Um, soak up that knowledge. Learn from mentors. Um, if you find yourself in a low place, if you find yourself not doing well, um, you find yourself where, you know, things just aren't going well, reach out. Seek help. Uh, seek godly help, um, godly counseling. And then just a reminder to relinquish control and surrender to that spirit and allow the spirit of the living God to flow out of you. Um, so I'll leave you with this picture. So this is um, my family now. Um, we've grown up. I'm now entering the era of a teenage mom, or mom of a teenager, not a teenage mom, but mom of a teenager. <laughs> kind of two different things there, but you know. Um, so anyways, this, uh, we went to Casey's sporting game this summer, so I, this was the last picture we had as a family. But um, I put my email up there. If you guys uh, need to reach out, um, if you're hurting, if, if you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. And thank you so much for allowing me to be here today.